Welcome to the New Beginnings Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. We pray God speaks to you through this message and through His Word today. For more information about our church, please visit our Facebook page. Now let's tune in to this week's message. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Bible Study here at New Beginnings Church. Uh, I told you last week we'd have a uh, surprise for you, so we're going to stop the, the uh, John Bevere uh, study just for tonight. We'll pick it up again next week, Chapter 7. But tonight we have a very special guest, some very, very dear friends of ours, uh, Brother Rodney and Cindy Fontaine from Florida. They've been our friends for 30, over 30 years, uh, growing with us and, and speaking into the lives of our church, our personal lives, and uh, they've been such uh, such ins- inspirations to us over these years. So we've asked them to stay over and minister on this uh, service tonight. And so they're going to share tonight some things that God's put in their heart, and I know that you're going to enjoy it. So we'll pick up uh, Breaking Intimidation next week. But I want you to hear what they have to say because uh, they are men and women of God who re- God has really put some things in their heart to share, and uh, they are full of wisdom and guidance. So be blessed tonight and uh, listen to what they have to say. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Good evening. It's so wonderful to be with you here in New Beginnings for Gospel Church. Uh, We're here visiting this week and having a wonderful time. So we appreciate the opportunity to share God's Word with you tonight. Uh, When Pastor Paul talked to us about doing this, we were praying about what we should share. And I really felt like something that the Lord's put in my heart uh, just in the last little bit is something that I personally have been experiencing. And just with life events and things that are happening all over our country, uh, I found myself angry. I just would watch the news or I'd see things on Facebook and it would just like make me angry even though it wasn't anything to me personally. It just I just felt this anger coming up within my heart towards situations and circumstances and I didn't feel like that was really of the Lord and so I began to pray about it and the Lord gave me the scripture in James and it's found in James 1 19 through 20 and so we're going to talk tonight a little bit about anger and how to handle the emotions of what because they seem like they run high right now in our society. But James 1, 19 and 20 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And the word wrath there means anger. And, you know, anger is just an emotion, just like love is, just like happiness is, peace is. It is an emotion, and emotions are God-given. But the problem is when we let our emotions oversee our way of thinking or come against the way that Christ has really made us to be. And that's why we have long-suffering and forbearance, because it's intemperance. It keeps us in check so that we don't overdo and react out of our emotions rather than out of our spirit. And so that, that when I found this anger, this unjust anger that I felt in my heart, the Lord just told me to be slow, to be quick to hear. And sometimes I think we're real quick to make a judgment but not hear a whole matter. And I think it's important whenever you feel yourself being angry about a situation, especially if it doesn't even concern you, you need to hear the whole matter. Be, 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 be quick to listen to what the whole story is. There's always two sides to every story. Rodney says there's three. There's our side, his side, and God's side, which is always the truth. And we find that to be very true in our lives. God's way is always truth to us. But it's just to be, be quick to hear 
but slow to speak. And the one thing that we know that we can ever do in our life is take back the words that we speak. We can repent of them, we can say I'm sorry, but we can never take those words back. And how many of you have ever spoken something in anger that you wish that you could take back? So that's why it's important to be slow to speak, especially if you feel yourself being upset about a situation. And that gives us time to let the Spirit of God speak to us and bring ourselves into check so that we don't say something that we end up regretting that causes harm or hurt to someone that we really care about or just bottom line can never really be made right again. And we just don't want to do that. So we need to be very slow to speak and then slow to be angry. It seems like we live in a society where people are so quick to get angry. We have road rage. Who ever heard of such a thing years ago? Rodney and I were coming through Orlando the other night and there was construction, it was dark, the speed limit was 50 miles an hour. People were driving the speed limit, there were workmen on the side of the road working, and this guy in this truck, for whatever reason, thought we were all going way too slow. And so as soon as he got an opening, he came around everybody and gave us that, what they call the California howdy, I guess, and he was just angry, just angry because we were doing the speed limit and obeying the law, but people had been shot for less things than that. Where does that kind of anger come from? And I think that's what we want to talk about tonight, is we see so much anger being displayed in so many different ways in our society right now that it doesn't have a place in the body of Christ and it definitely doesn't have a place in our hearts. And so we're just going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Okay, I'd like to share with you tonight from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. It says, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Now this verse 26 means a lot to me because Cindy's dad talked to us before we got married and he it's one of the things he said to me never let the sun go down on your wrath between you and cindy we've been married 44 years and i can say that we have never gone to sleep at night mad at each other we, we always made up and um it's just so important not to let the sun go down on your anger and don't give place to the devil like that so our anger can be um uh, I could be mad at her about something, but we need to work it out. We need to iron it out, get those things out of the way before we go to sleep at night. So we see that Jesus was in the temple, but he sinned not. That's what it says, be angry and sin not. Jesus was very angry, but he did not sin. We know that. So that was the main thing. The causes of anger can be unjust actions, lies, misunderstandings, jealousy, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Um, and we can we can become angry. I've had times in my life when I would get angry, but then as I went on for a few minutes and I began to think about things and try to see it the way God saw it, I calmed myself down, and uh, that's what's so important. We need to calm ourselves down and react um, in a spiritual way, in a grace way, not not out of our emotion. We can't live out of our emotions because they'll get out of control and we'll have problems. How do we overcome the anger? In Ephesians 4, 30 and 32 tells us how to overcome our anger. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are, ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So we have to put those things away. They're, they're, they're evident. Um, they're obviously there, but we have to lay them aside we have to make a choice and make the right choice. We have to choose not to be angry, not to react in anger. And as we do that, God helps us. 
So um, uh, I want to go over to Colossians 3 real quick. We'll read verses 8 through 10. And now ye also put off all these, put off anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. And we know that the way we put off the old man is in water baptism. We go down into waters of baptism. God cuts away the old man. We come out of the water without the old man, and then we have to live like we're a new person, like the old man's dead and gone. And so... Um, we need to recognize that we're a new man. We put off anger. We walk in our new life. And that's what's so important. We have to walk in our new life to please God. Amen. We're always going to find situations in life that make us angry. And sometimes it may just be because of something that's been done to someone else. And it's a, we feel like this is an unjust thing that's happened. That is a natural reaction. When you see someone that's been done wrong, something that's happened that's just not fair, and so we become angry. We might become angry because we feel like we deserve that promotion at work and the other person got it. And we just didn't think it was fair. I've got news for you in life. It's not always fair. But I do know that God is always just. And if we behave ourselves in a way that is becoming to the Lord Jesus Christ, then we have him on our side that is always just. And he will always make sure that we're taken care of, even if it looks like man overtakes us. But sometimes we're put in situations, we're tested, just to see how we're going to react. Because sometimes you don't know how you're going to react to something until you're put to the test. There are times when you think that you've just got it all together and you find yourself reacting in a way that wasn't Christ-like at all. So that's just part of our maturing in the Lord. And I think there are some people that one of the ways that you know that they had an experience with God is because they used to be angry people. Have you ever met someone who just seemed like an angry person? Everything was wrong in their world. And that's the kind of spirit that they portrayed to everyone else. And you didn't really enjoy being around that person because they were always looking at the negative in everything. And it stirs up strife. And it's so important that we choose to have a conversation or our conduct with the things above because God has a better way. He knows that there's always going to be the chance for offenses to come. He said that. Just be prepared. You're going to be offended in this world. You're going to have opportunity to be angry in this world because we live in an imperfect world, but we serve a perfect God. And he can help us in the midst of all those emotions that we're feeling because a lot of times when you see someone who's walking in continual anger, they've got unresolved issues in their life. It could be they're walking in unforgiveness, which leads to bitterness. They could be walking in fear, they don't trust anyone, they, they question everyone's motives, and that is a horrible way to live your life. But yet I know that you are like me, you know people that live that kind of life, and unfortunately there's even believers that allow themselves to come subject to that. And so the scriptures that Rodney shared are so important because when we recognize that we have put on a new nature, that we are taking part in a conversation or a manner that's, that's heavenly, that's Christ-like. So it says here that we are going to be forbearing one another, forgiving one another, and if any man has a quarrel against you, then you forgive just like Christ forgave you. And the Bible says that God is slow to anger and he's rich in love and mercy. And I know that I'm very thankful for that God does not respond to me sometimes like I respond to other people. I am so thankful that he is steadfast and he's very forbearing with us 
because we sometimes make mistakes. But as we are striving after God, we are just looking to him to be everything that he's desired us to be and called us to be, he enables us to be able to do that. You know, when the, when the soldiers came after Jesus in the garden, he had every right to defend himself. He hadn't done anything wrong. And we see Peter rising to the occasion in anger to defend Jesus, and he cut off the ear of the soldier. But Jesus responded, and you know, this is not a battle that we're going to fight. And he healed and put the soldier's ear back on. That is, you know, disarming a complete situation. I, t I used to tell my boys, and now I tell my grandsons, it takes two people to argue. You can't argue with yourself. And so you have the ability that if you see a contentious situation and you're part of it, then you have the ability to be able to defuse the situation by the love of God, by the mercy of God, by the forgiveness of God. And we have the, the ability and the power of the Holy Spirit within us that we can, we can sometimes change the whole atmosphere of a situation that gets heated and you see anger starting to, to come up just because of the answer that we give, the soft answer that turns away wrath. That's what Proverbs tells us. If you, re if you react to me in an angry way and then I'll react back to you in an angry way and then those words get exchanged, sometimes there's friendships that are severed forever because of a few angry words. But if you speak to me in anger but I choose to respond to you with a soft answer or the word of God or a loving word then then you don't have anything to come back at me with because God's word is more powerful I'm not going to say that that person might it's going to just all of a sudden fall at your feet and say well, well I'm so sorry but it it like when you walk in a in the precepts of God's word then you've got the word backing you and you can walk away from that knowing that you did everything that you could to diffuse that situation. The Bible says as much as lies within you, live at peace with all men. So the Bible has called us to be peacemakers. And, if we're to, and it says if we're peacemakers, we're going to be called the children of God. Well, the children of God are going to be known because they're, they're people that love peace. They don't want strife. They don't, don't want envy and all these things working. And unfortunately, you find that many churches end up divided and split because of angry words, things that are said in a meeting or in a service that can never be undone. And that's just not God's way. It's not God's best for us. you have something else Amen. you'd like to share? That's the thing. I just think people need to think about what, what we read and think, think about what we've said today and try to... Just pray and say, Lord, I need to control this anger. I need to, to get rid of this wrath. And if you walk around with an angry spirit, you, you just seem appear to be angry all the time. You're going to respond wrong. You're going you're gonna to answer questions wrong. And uh, you're going to open the door for the devil and just give way to many, many ugly things happening. You know, one of the scriptures that we read, it says that to give no place to the devil. Mm -hmm. And I think many times when we give in to those feelings and emotions, and it, and it doesn't even have to be anger. It could just be lust. It could be an uncontrollable desire. It could be lots of things that if we don't have it tempered with the Spirit of God, that can cause us destruction. And it is the snare of the enemy to trap us. But I think sometimes people feel justified in their anger because of what maybe has been said about them. If somebody lies about you, are you going to be angry? you are you nobody wants to be lied about nobody wants to be misunderstood so that anger is a justifiable emotion it's t there's no reason for you not to be angry but it's how you handle that anger that makes all the difference in the world if you know that, that people are lying about you then you just said lord I, I trust the things that are being said and done in darkness you're going to bring to light 
And when we always go back to God and we go back to his word and look to him to be the one that defends us, he's the one that, that brings truth and clarity to our life, it may not happen overnight, it may take a season, but it will work because God is working behind the scenes in your Amen. behalf. And so you never can go wrong acting like God. You can never go wrong responding like he responds to us. Amen. And so whenever you are faced with a situation that you see an unjust done, or you see lies being told, and sometimes I get angry just because of things that have happened to other people. You know, it doesn't really have anything to do with me, but it just doesn't seem right. And so I would get angry about it, but I didn't sin. I didn't go out and blaspheme or, or curse or, or come against that person that maybe was doing right. it. Amen. You learn how to conduct yourself in a godly manner. And if we could all do that, wouldn't the world be a better place? Well, how is it going to happen if it doesn't happen in the house of God? How is the world going to ever be better if that's God's people choose to live a higher standard? And that's the thing we're going to have to learn how to do is to walk in that love, walk in that forgiveness that God has called us to. And, you know, it's a wonderful thing to experience the forgiveness of God. And it's a wonderful thing to walk in his love. Well, how much more does that help us when we bestow that same love and that same forgiveness to other people? There's always going to be occasions to be offended and always going to be occasions for you to be angry. How many times have you gotten angry at something and you didn't hear the whole story and then you found out that it wasn't a justifiable anger and yet you, you took up somebody else's offense because of something that was told to you. You became angry at someone that hadn't even done anything to you because that person told you something and you found out that's really not the way that it happened at all. And you've cut off that person from, from thinking that you won't have them in your life. Misunderstandings are terrible and they, they hurt many people. So try to hear the whole matter. Try to make a decision based on the Spirit of God and the discerning of God and the Spirit of God and don't just react. React, you know, there's some people are just very reactionary people. They hear something and they respond to it. And sometimes they do that negatively and sometimes in a positive way. But anytime we do something outside of the, the reign or the control of the spirit, we always are going to get in trouble. It's never going to bring forth the peaceful fruit of righteousness that God has called us to walk in. And I just think it's so important in this day because emotions are so high. You know, you just see it on every hand. You see riots in the street. Well, a lot of these people just get caught up in a spirit of anger, and they don't really even know the whole core of what they're rioting about. Some of them do, some of them don't. But it ends. But when you see that unchecked anger, when you see people not harnessing themselves, you see what kind of destruction that it brings. And, it, and ultimately, it brings death. It brings death in the physical, and it can bring death in the, in the spirit. And so I think it's very important that we recognize that and not allow ourselves to get caught up in what the world is clamoring, because the world is trying to pit us one against the other and make us angry at each other for no just cause. And I think it's important that we recognize that and just walk in the fruit of the spirit, the love of God and the, the peace of God, the forgiveness of God. And, you know, I hate anger. I hate to, I hate to get angry. And if you ever see me cry and I'm mad, you better watch out because that's usually what happens. I don't explode, I cry, and it makes me so frustrated with myself that, that I do that. But that's when I'm at that point where I can't control it any longer, and then you better watch out. So I don't get that way very often, but it has happened on occasion because I, you've, you've learned 
you know, and you don't deny it. I think that's important too. You don't, you don't ever deny your emotions because I think people try to repress things and that's not the answer either. It's being healthy. It's recognizing this, this was done to me. I don't appreciate it. I'm angry that it happened, but by the word of God, because his word commands me, I choose to walk in forgiveness. I choose to walk in love. And so therefore you're forgiven. I will not respond to you in the same way that you had responded to me. Amen. Therefore you won't have the argument because it takes two to argue. And that's just, that's just a given. My children, have uh, finally learned it after they got grown and I'm trying to teach that to my grandchildren when they argue over the most ridiculous things but it ends up being they never it starts off little have you ever noticed that with children they'll be fighting over a toy and the next thing you know they're just in the floor wrestling around mad it's, it's and, and same way with adults it starts out with a little offense and before you know it it's just become a big blown up thing and you're not even speaking to each other anymore Offenses will come. It's how we handle those offenses that make all the difference in the world. Amen. Amen. If we do that, we just trust the Lord to help us to act or, or react the way that he would, things always work out, and they work out faster than they would any other way if we do it God's way. So it's so important for us to know the word, read the word, understand the word, so we can apply the word because the word is not workable in us unless it's working in us and then we can work it in situations. So I just want to say that I appreciate this lesson today and Cindy sharing this word on anger. And we see so many people in the world today that are just angry, just angry. And um, some of them don't even know why they're angry. They're just angry at situations, angry at circumstances. But we need to know that we can react in a way that's godly, that brings peace, that doesn't hurt somebody. And um, I know I was, I was the dean at, the, at Blue Ridge Bible College for several years this last time. And um, I had several incidents with students where we would talk about things or I would correct them and I would say things that I didn't really need to say and I had to go back and make that right with them. And, um, but it's important for us to know the right thing to say and do and then say it and do it. That's what's important. You know, what he was saying about that, sometimes there's a way, you can sell a truth, but the way you, you'd say it makes all the difference in the world because of the way that you portray it. If, you, if it's spoken, you can say the same truth in anger, and you can say the same truth in love, and it's received two totally different ways. It's the same truth, it's just given in a different spirit. And I think that that's kind of what he's talking about. Sometimes he would react, and we have all done it. We react to a circumstance, and, and we, what we say may be right, but it's the way that we say it that makes it wrong. And so I think it's just so important how we learn to conduct ourselves. And I think that's why Paul, it's funny, because you see him talking about this in uh, Colossians, you see him talking about it in Ephesians, you see him talking about it in Corinthians, about putting away clamor and evil speaking and strife and envy and all of these things. You find it in every letter I think that he wrote, then James picks it up. Obviously, it's always been a problem in the world. We see anger that drove Cain to slay Abel, jealousy and anger. And, you know, and it's been going on ever since then. I just hope that we, as the people of God, are, get wise enough to recognize it for what it is. It's a spirit from the enemy. It causes division. It causes hurt. It causes separation. It causes separation in families. Uh, 
sometimes you know you hear about families and it's jealousy somebody got left something together didn't or whatever I can't even imagine such a thing that there would be that kind of spirit working in families but you hear about it all the time and just people getting angry not speaking there is not a person in this world that I wouldn't speak to today because I had anger in my heart against them I couldn't be right with God and have that kind of anger in my heart and so you just need to pray and we're going to pray tonight that if there's some something that God brings to your mind that you have harbored an unforgiveness based on anger or something that was done to you that God would speak to your heart and let you be free from that because when you do that it not only frees you but it frees the person that you're angry toward it frees them to be able to be, have the hand of God deal with them so just like for, God has dealt with you we'll just close by praying if that's alright Lord Jesus we just thank you for this class tonight Lord we thank you for this opportunity to share the word Lord I pray for those that heard it God I just pray that this word will pierce their hearts and if they have any unforgiveness, that they'll forgive. Lord God, that they'll walk in the love of Jesus. Father God, help us to be angry and sin not. Lord God, don't let anger, don't let bitterness come out of us, God. We just pray that you won't do it, Lord. We ask you to heal those that need healing. Lord God, just touch our country. Lord God, we pray for the COVID-19, for all those that are affected by this virus. Lord God, we've been affected some by people dying. And Lord, I just ask you to be with those people who've lost someone, God. Just give them peace about it, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you and praise you for this word tonight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your word is truth thank to us, Jesus. Lord. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would just shed the light of your Holy Spirit in our hearts, God, and show us, Lord, if there's anything that we need to deal with within our life, Lord, that's not pleasing to you. Lord, we want to bring forth righteousness in the earth, Lord. We want to set an example of what humility and love and forgiveness looks like, Father. So I just pray that you would just deal with all of our hearts, Lord, as your people, as the people of God, that we would, Lord, shed forth your light and show your love and mercy, Lord, to everyone around us. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to, for your goodness to be shown through us. Lord, because we are new people created after you in your image. And Lord, help us to walk in that. And we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word today. And I just pray that it goes forth, Lord, and touches the hearts of your people. And we pray it, Lord, in Jesus, you, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.